This is the Auto What Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. Sitting here with me is Keegan Ahn and Rob Attrell, and we interview a different guest, usually a different guest, every week, every second week now. Yeah. And our guest today is Daniel Modulevsky. Hello. How you doing? Good. Good. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah. That's We're always summation of the podcast. Yeah, goodbye. It's not bad, It's good. It's good. Uh, so, one of the things I do whenever I see a name that could be shortened, I ask if I can shorten it. So, Dan, can I can I call you Dan? <laughs> I prefer Dan. Okay, uh, there we go. There good. we go. He very aggressively asked yeah. to be yeah. shortened by shortening it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I meant to do was, so Daniel, can I call you Dan? But I had already decided. Uh, so what we do before we get into uh, the guest uh, and what everything everything the guest does. Phrasing was really bad. Yeah. That. Uh, <laughs> that's all. That's the that's our that's Ottawa at night. Is yeah, exactly. Is. Uh, we jump to the beer. So what are we drinking today, Rob? Today we're drinking another beer from the Great Great Lakes Brewery, and uh, this one is an IPA called Octopus Wants to Fight, and. Uh, so this is an American IPA, and it's apparently pretty bitter, 6.2%. Have you have you tried some of mine? I did try some. I, I get a bit of the bitter, bitterness, but, I, but it also tastes especially sweet. Okay. Oh, it, there's a bitter aftertaste, though. It's hitting me. <laughs> there it is. The can says 8.8% <laughs> on the can. 8.8? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, it says 6.2 on the... Uh... Come on, Great Lakes. It's a concentrated batch. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. Maybe. We got a special one. There Oops. you go. Yeah. Limited edition. Cool. Dan, first, what do you think of the artwork on this? I think there's not enough boxing gloves. Mm-hmm. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. an octop for the for people who are just listening to this podcast, who haven't paid for the full video podcast. It's an octopus <laughs> with four boxing gloves. Ah, no point. But traditionally, bo- uh, an octopus would wear eight. Well, yeah. no, because a human has four limbs. Yes. And wears two. Oh, do you think they really... This is a walking... It looks it like it's a walking no, but octopus. what's the point of an octopus learning to box if it's not going to use all eight limbs? Mm-hmm. It's you true. Know what? Uh, that question is way beyond like, <laughs> <laughs> my, my capabilities. <laughs> because what's the point of an octopus boxing? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the number of things an octopus could do, but yeah. to choose boxing and not to use all four limbs, it's questionable. Yeah. Good, good point. Okay. He might just be doing it for fitness. Maybe, yeah. It's true. Ah. He probably doesn't spar or anything. No, Dude, I guess. If it wanted fitness, I would suggest swimming. <laughs> I hear that's really good. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It already yeah, looks good. It looks pretty trim. It's a it's a nice looking octopus. Yeah, it's got it a probably hourglass glass that. shape to it. Yeah, it's really yeah, nice. It does. That's is that what we look for in octopi? Lots of curves, yeah. <laughs> octopi? Yeah. All right, well that was uh, our beer segment. Fantastic. Actually, hold on. <laughs> Apparently it is octopuses. Octopuses. Apparently octopi is not the right shortening. That's what I've heard. It well, seems like it should be, and people say that all the time, but I don't think, like, Octopi is not actually the right okay. short Okay, well, if you have the answer for that, what's your uh, email address, Keegan? Uh, I believe it's mail at ottawatpodcast.com. Fantastic, email us. There you go. Rob, what do you think of the beer? It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it, it talks about, uh, it uses the word orange a lot, like referencing the fruit in uh-huh. the description, and I, I do get that kind of fruity taste. I get that, yeah. But uh, it definitely doesn't taste like it's either 6.2 or 8.8%. Mm-hmm. It's so a mystery. It definitely seems like the kind of thing that I could enjoy at a at a pub or at a bar or something like that well like i'm it. going to pump a lot of those in you shortly why why are know. you doing this <laughs> it doesn't make sense so dan uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's just get back on track now dan one of the things we like to do when we uh, following the beer segment uh when we start talking to our guests is we like to learn a bit about the person and okay. sort of where they got or how they got to where they are so uh, 
tell us your backstory. Where are you from? How so, did you get to where you are? I'm from Ottawa. Uh, okay. I did what? High school at Lisgar. Okay. Collegiate. Yep. Did my undergrad in biochem here at Ottawa U. Yep. And uh, I started my graduate studies right away, right yep. after. And I have transferred to my PhD, which I'm doing now. Okay. Uh, it's kind of boring, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. It doesn't sound boring. No. We'll, we'll get into your, your okay. work, but yeah, yeah it doesn't sound boring at all. Uh, what, what was your graduate studies in? Uh, so I started, yeah, so I have st- I'm doing my uh, PhD in biology. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, okay. in the sense. Pelling Lab. Okay. Uh, in so, that Pelling lab, is that right? Yes, Andrew, Dr. Andrew Pelling is my supervisor. Okay, okay. Uh, so we're typically a biophysics group, uh, but uh, we, have mem- we have engineers, biologists, physicists. So it's a really interdisciplinary lab. And uh, the real exciting thing about it is not only do we have uh, scientists or engineers, we also have resident artists uh, and anthropologists that are in the lab constantly. Huh. And... Uh, the whole flow and creativity of the lab just uh, increases so much when you have these like people who are n- are not are not like constructed by science thinking, but are really abstract thinking. Sure. So they'll bring new ideas and new directions to the lab. And currently, I'm working with uh, an artist called White Feather Hunter. Okay. And we're we're publish we're trying to publish one of her one of her uh, art pieces. Okay. Oh, wow. So I'm bringing a little bit of uh, science. So you know. For artists, you only have to do uh, a creation once, but for science, you have to do it many times. Sure. Repeat it has to be repeatable. Sure. So I'm bringing that to it, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I can imagine. Huh. Yeah. So why why the, why the mix? Like what 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 sort of what's the thought process behind that in, in terms of so, how people contribute to what the, the lab is working on? So like uh, Dr. Pelling's uh, like idea is if you bring a lot of creative people. Yep. into a room and let them work creative things will happen okay and that's uh that's what happened you for our, our a lot of our projects are these uh are these byproducts of these creative ideas we've had that just kind of work and yeah. we build on them okay and i guess that's a good absolutely that's yeah good. So, so my main project right now is uh we are using plant-based uh materials to grow uh organs uh, so the idea is that we can take uh, a plant. Uh, in our case, we've been working with a lot with apples right now. Okay. And what we can do is we can remove all the apple cells from the plant, hmm. and what's left with is just a cell wall. Uh, plants uh, they don't have bones like us, right. so they require these cell wall structures throughout the plant, uh, and that gives it that rigidity and that three D space and shape. Yeah. So once we remove that, all the cells from that uh, matrix, uh, what we found was is that this like environment has naturally evolved these characteristics that you want in a biomaterial. For example, uh, plants don't have like a blood uh, blood system, mm-hmm. right. so they don't have a heart, they don't have a cardiovascular system. So they rely on this uh, on the the actual structure to allow passive diffusion of molecules of water of sugars throughout the structure really easily. And that's what you want in a biomaterial, yeah. sure. Especially in a, something that you're growing cells in in uh, uh, in vitro is because again you don't have this uh, cardiovascular system, so you want mo- uh, you want media to f- uh, freely f- uh, flow through the entire us uh, a piece without like getting uh, without having like these necrotic cores that you usually get with most biomaterials. Okay. Uh, so we published a paper on that and we were so surprised that it worked. It actually the whole project stemmed from uh, a bet myself and Andrew had 
uh, that like we, he bet me that it wouldn't work, and it worked. <laughs> challenge <laughs> and, accepted. Yeah, challenge accepted. <laughs> and uh, we published a paper, and now we're publishing another paper about it. But uh, we're doing in vivo studies, so we've actually okay. implanted these pieces of uh, decelerized apple into mice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's it's not it's they're very small pieces. It's not like a an apple, like a mouse. Uh, an apple head. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. Very close. Yeah. Next project. Uh, so yeah, they're really small pieces. They're like five millimeters. Okay. By five millimeters and like a, about a millimeter thick. And uh, yeah, we planted implanted right under their skin on their back. Yeah. And what we found was first off, not a single mouse in the entire study. Uh, appeared in pain or even died, oh. which for a biomaterial study is pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. uh, usually you have around like, usually you always have mice die, and even the veterinarian that oversees our project was surprised and uh, pleasant, pleasantly yeah. surprised. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> um, so what we found was at uh, at uh, the 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 mouse actually accepted the apple. Huh. And we had uh, we had time points at one week, four weeks, and eight weeks. And we saw at uh, at the eight week mark, we had cells invading the apple. So these are cells from the mouse going into the apple. Oh, and we saw a bunch of different types of cells. Like uh, we, uh, for example, active fibroblasts okay. that were depositing uh, collagen matrix onto the apple. So not only was the 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 apple was being accepted by the mouse. It was actually being remodeled by the mouse. Wow! And the coolest thing is, at eight weeks and even at four weeks, um, we saw a lot of blood vessels in the actual apple. Whoa! So we literally made a visceral organ, sort yeah. of. And the idea is, if we kept on going after eight weeks, uh, even we probably would have seen even more of this. And the idea is, at the end, we can try to make this into a, a implantable biomaterial. Okay. So that's that's and so, sorry. After eight weeks, that's that was the end. That's yeah. The end. So the first, like, uh, to do studies like this, you have to do, uh, you have to go through a lot of uh, steps. Yeah. The first step is in, in vitro, and that's the first paper we published. Okay. We found out cells can grow on this, and it's not toxic. Okay. The next step is to do just this biocompatibility study yeah. that we mm-hmm. did this time. So we found that uh, the apple is not toxic. It's not killing the mice okay. uh, when we implant it. So that's the paper we're publishing now. Yeah. So now that we know it's biocompatible, we can start functionalizing it with different proteins, start chemically treating the apple different ways to really get the to really promote uh, the the apple as a biomaterial and have it being integrated into the mouse. Interesting. Hmm. Dan, would it be fair to say that you are on a trajectory to make fruit people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what would be the, uh, the use for that? Or what, what, what is the, you know, the functional uh, purpose behind the work you're doing? That's a really good question. Uh, yes. The second that part. The sec- on the board. The Just second, the second part. part. Yeah. <laughs> you balanced out there. <laughs> um, so, for example, if you take uh, biomaterials that are commercially available now, uh, everyone has a smartphone, and they're roughly about the same size. Yeah. So if you, take a, if you look at your smartphone, and if, that is, uh, if you get a biomaterial about that size, it would cost easily over $20,000. Okay. And usually, and this is American now because there's right. not many Canadian biomaterial companies or suppliers. 
we can produce the same biomaterial for literally cents. <laughs> All right? Mm-hmm. So that's our first uh, uh, benefit of this. Of course. Uh, the second is we believe that, that uh, even if like the biomaterials, uh, because right now it's just such an emerging pro- uh, uh, um, field, like it's really expensive, but even if it drops in price halfway, People in developing countries will never be able to afford this. Yeah. You can't expect someone who lives on $2 a day to afford a biomaterial. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's usually the places that require the most in these war conflict zones. Mm-hmm. So our vision is one day we can, produce, we can uh, establish a protocol that's, uh, that allows hospitals in these countries to actually produce the biomaterials on site. So the idea is they won't have to rely on transporting these medical supplies yeah. across uh, these war conflict zones, right. and they can produce it on site. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. And, and biomaterial is used to, for for limbs. Is that what? It is? Uh, so right now, um, it's used for uh, dermal implants. Like uh, usually, actually, the commercially available implants that uh, dentists use are actually all from cadavers mm-hmm. or uh, or from uh, animal byproducts. So they'll mm-hmm. decelerize right. them. Um, yeah, so that's uh, for implants, okay, uh, cartilage, uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've actually, uh, one of the cool things we've done is we've taken a, a piece of apple and uh, we've carved out a human ear out of it, like in the shape of an ear. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we removed all the apple cells like we usually do. And we, uh, what we did was we seeded it with human cells, HeLa cells. Mm-hmm. And what we now have is uh, this human tissue it's literally human tissue. it's so it has cells growing everywhere on it so that, in f- that's phenomenal yeah well uh, yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> yes it, you're, yeah. you're very humble about this yeah. Yeah. and that's just on a shelf in the lab it literally is yeah. on a shelf in the lab like <laughs> <laughs> gathering dust <laughs> so are these just normal apples that you grow and then like remove kind it's, of remove the apple essence and then you put in it's funny uh, we don't we don't grow them, so I'm constantly going to Loblaws. To yeah, you're buy literally apples. getting apples off yeah. the shelf. Yeah, wow. and um, actually, you guys are in Encirc, so you will soon see uh, receipts from Loblaws for apples. <laughs> so we'll <laughs> That's try. So awesome. We're gonna yeah. have to justify those somehow. <laughs> when well, you say so. when you say it's cheap, you mean literally three forty nine a pound? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, huh. very cool. Uh, before we continue, Keegan, why don't you jump to our segment? What is classic Ottawa? Classic Ottawa is our news segment because uh, sometimes news happens in sometimes. Ottawa. Often, sometimes, yeah. And uh, and we're there to uh, read about it a few days later and then make a joke about it. That's <laughs> our, that's the new tagline. <laughs> the OPP successfully busted a cockfighting ring in East Ottawa this past Saturday. Eleven men are accused of coaxing young male animals to fight each other in a cage for entertainment and even betting on the outcome of matches. In related news, UFC Fight Night Ottawa tickets go on sale this week. <laughs> yeah. Are you a UFC fan? A little bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you like? Uh, right. Like, it was St. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. St. Pierre? St. Pierre. Yeah. Waiting is, for is, him to return. Is he coming back? 
Yeah, there's rumors. There's always yeah, they rumors, say, but this seems a bit more serious. Yeah, he's training with yeah. actually Rory McDonald, the guy who's headlined. Yes. He like trains with him a lot, and, okay. and there's like Instagrams of him training. And so. Interesting. Maybe we'll, right. see. we'll see. It could happen. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, the UFC will come to Ottawa for the first time ever in June. Tickets will start at $65 and make for a great Father's Day present or a terrible Mother's Day one. <laughs> All right. I guess traditionally moms. Traditional don't, gender don't roles. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, are we going to backlash on that? <laughs> that's that's all you. I told you not to say it. <laughs> not to say the other one. Okay, uh, Brian Murray resigned as GM for the Ottawa Senators, Senators this week and will pass the reins to Assistant General Manager Pierre Dorian. Experts suggest that this decision was likely influenced by the Sens' disappointing season, which Murray has described as the most excruciating experience he has ever had. Oh, that's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're a Sens fan, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so this season was uh, painful. It was painful. Uh, yeah. It started off like uh, exciting. Mm-hmm. Build yeah. off from last year. Sure. Yeah. And just quickly, uh, just kind of fell apart. Uh, and now they fired the coach. The coaches. All the coaching staff, right? All, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole staff. That's yeah. Right. Even, yeah. yeah. Even the goalie coach, Rick Wimsley. Uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. just start fresh. How, yeah. how do you feel about the the coach change? This just happened. Well, yeah, we had uh, the we had the lowest power play percentage in the yep. league mm-hmm. uh, and penalty kill. Mm. So, yeah, it's it, you need to make a change. Yeah. In, in hindsight, did you prefer Dave Cameron or did you prefer uh, Paul McLean? You know what? I love Paul McLean. I did too. Yeah. I'm not even a Sens fan, but I really enjoyed. Yeah, but then <laughs> he, I don't know what happened to him in the off season. He got this new idea of just playing veteran players over rookie players and yeah. mm-hmm. it just didn't work okay yeah, yeah i yeah. get that interesting you know i'm not a hockey guy or a science guy but oh. it seems like these guys are extracting the uh Uh-oh. coaching cells nope. from the team no nope. uh and inserting other cells hmm you don't Very that be fair astute. To say? so astute <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to even entertain that. I'm trying to make connections. All right. Uh, oh. Dean Del Mastro was released on bail this week in order to appeal his conviction. The former conservative MP was found guilty of election fraud in 2014. When asked about his time in prison, Del Mastro said, It wasn't great. In terms of pecking order, I was just below public urinators. <laughs> I can't imagine what it would be like yeah. in jail for election fraud. I guess. <laughs> Uh, and finally, a rally calling for an end to gang violence was held on Jasmine Crescent this weekend, where three young men have been killed in less than a year. Still no word on when or where the pro-gang violence groups will hold their protests. <laughs> and that was news this week. They said not to end on a dark probably, note. But probably I, in Vanier. Well, that was, yeah, that yeah, was the, that was that the was brightest one. one. To end on. Uh, uh, and that was the, the news this all week. Right. Great. Uh, so speaking of you being a, uh, a Sense fan, Dan. Yeah. Um, Thoughts on the potential arena at Le Breton? That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think like it's kind of embarrassing for Ottawa to have its arena in a pretty much a different municipality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I can't believe what teams are thinking when they drive out to Canada to yeah. play. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it would be. I think it would be really cool to have uh, an arena downtown in Le Breton. Uh, I think it's at least fifteen years away. Yeah, d- depending on who wins the bid, yeah, they're so, either 
It'll probably Either be like co- seven to fifteen. Yeah, like that. Coach Carlson mm-hmm. by then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, Interesting. All right. Do you do you find yourself going to uh, the CTC? I didn't go this season because I was. Uh, I don't like Melnick anymore. You don't like Melnick. I don't like Melnick. Why, why is that? I don't. Know, he seems too crazy to be an owner. I, I'm with you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he needs to like just be an owner so yep. that in my like that's paying for the bill yep. and let the staff do the hockey decisions mm-hmm. yeah uh the way he uh blasted cameron and yep. that uh like a re- like media report was just ridiculous He's- i i i forget like he didn't hold a press conference, right? That was just was that a press conference? I think or was it that was a, a press conference. That, okay, so even in a formal, but it was it was wrong. Yeah, it was way. completely wrong. But it's yeah. worse that it was a formal yeah. press conference. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. He's a he's like an owner is he pays the bills. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting, and yeah, a lot of people feel the same way, obviously, yeah. and that's what people are saying are wrong is what's wrong with Canadian teams. Yeah, is that Canadian teams typically have owners that are a little bit more involved. If you think of Kates or cats in, in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a certain point, the old teachers union in Toronto and also Rogers yeah. and Bell, like they're all sitting around the board, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and and anyway, so you look around. Whereas right now, all the Florida teams are not only in the playoffs but doing very well uh, mm-hmm. in terms of yeah. the season. Yeah, all the California teams doing very well. And you know, you have to wonder. Yeah, it's interesting. But anyway, there's that. So outside of hockey, what what do you do around Ottawa? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I'm a lab rat. Uh, I so, mean, also outside of the lab. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is the most sun I've seen in a while, I guess. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's also like the end of winter coming into spring That's now. That's true, so. yeah. <laughs> any uh, any hot spots? I like uh, the Manx. The Manx. I think, favorite place. They yep. have really good burgers. Yeah, yeah, they do. And good pints. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. I consistently hear really good reviews. Have you been that place? No, I tried to go for brunch once because I heard brunch was really good. It I never so, went there but for it was brunch. Closed. Oh, yeah. oh mm. interesting. I guess they don't do brunch. Maybe. Yeah, I think you know. <laughs> yeah. I think they do. I just went the wrong time. Okay. Or maybe it was either on the weekend or on a weekday. I think I tried to go on a weekday, and they don't only do on the okay. weekend. Oh okay. yeah, they also don't serve on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> no, <laughs> it would be insane. Uh, yeah, that's a good spot. Have, have you heard of uh, Remy Royale? It's it, uh, it's not clear to me what what exactly he does, but we've heard of him a few times now. Yeah, it's like an entertainer that goes to the Manx. I forget once a month. Anyway, yeah. I think I think that that's what I recall too. And he does sort of comedic takes on like classic songs. I yeah, guess. yeah, it's interesting. Similar but, to a Michael Scott kind of thing. Oh, yeah. parodying parodying songs yeah something yeah. like that okay very cool okay uh so bring it back to some of the stuff you do i like i'm going through your little guide there as the sirens passing us and uh open source hardware slash wetware yeah can you talk a bit about that? so one of the things uh uh we do is uh three of us uh charles dr charles courier andrew dr andrew pelling and i yeah. we actually spun out a small startup company Oh, uh, it's called Spiderwort, and basically, uh, what we do is we have two uh, main projects right now, but we're expanding. Uh, is uh, w- on one side we are producing a low cost open source uh, cell incubator. Okay. Uh, so in science, uh, we uh, if you want to do s- uh, cell science, you want to grow cells outside of t- uh, outside of tissue uh, yeah. outside of tissue. You want yeah. single cells. Um, and, uh, within our bodies, our bodies are regulated at 37 degrees Celsius mm-hmm. and we have a P- constant pH of, of seven, but outside, if you wanted to grow cells outside of 
the body, which is what you need in cell science, you need these artificial systems to do that. Uh, in normal labs, like you would, uh, our lab has at least four of these huge incubators, and they typically cost around ten thousand dollars each. Yikes! Uh, hospitals have hundreds of these. Yeah, right? you need to grow samples. Of so the thing is, uh, basically, what this box does is it keeps uh, warm at thirty-seven, and it keeps a percent of the atmosphere. Uh, constant, so five percent CO two, and that's just so to keep the pH at seven. Yeah. So Andrew uh, uh, just built one of these incubators out of junk, and mm. we found is that his one out of junk uh, works better than uh, keeps more constant temperature than these professional ones. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So we're just like, why not just start a small startup? And that's what we're doing. Uh, we're about to uh, start our beta testing. So we're going to send out three of our incubators okay. uh, that are going to, that we're planning to sell for around a thousand dollars out to three labs okay. and they're going to build them and then they're going to break, try to break them, drop them, see what happens. And we're going to, uh, we're going to see what, what, how they broke them and hopefully uh, kind of, uh, no, they're not going to break them on purpose, but they're going <laughs> to, yeah. they're going to use them yeah. and yeah. see what, uh, if anything breaks, hopefully not. And, uh, yeah. And that'll get us ready for our next model that we'll release for sale. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so are you also, you're building this or you're making this yourself? Or are you partnering so, with somebody? Yeah. Or? So the, uh, Charles, uh, is Charles and Andrew are really into that project. I'm more into the, the biomaterials. So yeah, they're building kits. So the idea is that, um, uh, we, some who are our customers buy a kit and they build them themselves, but we get, supply them with all the parts and all the tool. Well, not the tools, but all the, the how to, yeah. to build the kits themselves. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. So how big do these things end up being? Cause I, I can picture an incubator being fairly large, but I could also think maybe making small ones. How, how big yeah, are they? So usually they're about like what? Half a meter by half a meter by like, so that, Half like a, a small cubed. beer fridge, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. A small small beer fridge is that. So mm. that ours is around the same size as that. Okay, interesting. Uh, so usually, um, yeah. So what we found was, uh, like, uh, when you open these things up, like, uh, like to take out your cells or put cells in, on the sensors, it still says it's thirty seven degrees, but it mm. can't be. No, just right. opened it up, of course. And yeah, though we put sensors in, uh, temperature sensors, and these things are way off. They're lying completely. How, huh. how far off? Uh, at least sometimes five degrees. Wow. And they're varying. Yeah. yeah. So you like imagine opening up the like if sure. you open up your fridge, of course, the cold is going to come this out. This is how it works. Yeah. So <laughs> same with the incubator, but they're constantly yeah. lying. Interesting. So it says it says. 36.6 but yeah it's not that and it's uh there's gradients on where you put the sensors in the box right so yeah uh and we yeah so our uh our incubators work just as well if not better sometimes and yeah For and uh price yeah exactly <laughs> and the idea is that we can start selling these to uh everyone citizen scientists uh bio artists a lot of uh, hype on that uh yeah anyone who wants to do science uh well, who wants to grow cells? Here you go. Here's the opportunity. And uh, you don't have to pay $10,000 for these interesting warm boxes. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the other side is obviously the biomaterials. Yep. Uh, so the idea is that uh, the, bio, the, the biomaterials is, uh, way, is, is still in the future for, uh, to do trials. So the, the idea is these incubators start uh, 
start the business and they will pay for the development of the biomaterials that will happen right. in the future. Oh, yeah. So I have the role of chief biomaterials officer. Okay. So CBO, which is, and I, uh, yeah, we found out that I'm the only CBO in the world. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. You're the so, only CBO in yeah, the world? Yeah, so Chief Biomaterials Officer. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're the only that CBO in the world. No, I'm the only CBO in the like world. Like acronym CBO? Yeah. Well, maybe not CBO. Oh, but you're talking about. I'm sure about, there's yeah, uh, okay, Central sense. Banking Officer yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Chief <laughs> Building Officer. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of officers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's fantastic. Yeah. You're the only one in the world. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. All right. Yeah, I have to, yeah. Huh. And here he is in Ottawa Studios. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, so you're doing your PhD now, and, and what, uh, how far along are you in that? So I, uh, sorry, I uh, just transferred over from my master's. So oh, okay. okay. I'm finishing my first uh, full year as a PhD student. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing about maybe three more years. Okay. So not okay. too bad. Mm -hmm. what, what? Uh, hopefully... My supervisor didn't like choke there when he heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happens? Like, do you, do you have an idea of what happens next, or is it right now? Or are you just seeing it through? Uh, so I went to grad school to escape growing up. Mm -hmm. So I'm not thinking about that yet. It's a, okay. it's a valid plan. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I didn't want a real job. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. Uh, do you see yourself staying in academia? Some days. Okay. I do. <laughs> and then some days when I have to write, I can't wait to leave. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, oh, I will do something else. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Okay. Bag groceries or something. Uh, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's a, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it's hard to get like into academia to start with. So. Sure. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, in, I'm intrigued because you mentioned earlier, you, you published a paper with an artist and then so I just heard you mentioned bio artist. Mm -hmm. So sorry, just to clarify, we're writing the paper. Yeah. Right now. So what? Sorry. Yeah. What? Uh, what does that involve? Like, is it? I'm assuming it's not paint. It's it's is it no, some kind of so, biomaterial? Yes, exactly. It is a biomaterial. So she we we've created uh, she's created textiles. Okay. Out of silk, and we've been able to grow cells in them. And uh, mm. the important thing is these cells uh, are growing in these three dimensions. Um. Uh, so the problem with a lot of cell science right now. I don't want to go too sciencey, so stop <laughs> me if this gets oh, too sciencey. We will just ask for clarifying questions. Okay, clarifying questions. If it gets boring, just cut me off. <laughs> cut this mic off. <laughs> so basically, in cell science, uh, all the experiments we do now are in these two-dimensional tissues, cell culture tissues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you look at, at everything that has changed, if you look at cell biology in the last hundred years, everything has changed. Uh, we have this, like root. Uh, the media that we use to grow cells are standardized. So a lab here in Ottawa is using the same media as a lab in Japan. So our results, we can compare them. Right. Uh, the microscopes have changed. Everything has changed. Everything has been like vastly developed. The only thing that hasn't changed is this, this most simplistic part, is this two-dimensional cell culture dish made out of either glass or plastic. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly, if you literally look up biologists from like 1950, like, they'll be using these cell right. cultures yeah. exactly yeah. the same. And it's the easiest thing. So, what people are finding out now is cells grown in these 2D environments are completely different than cells grown in 3D environments. Hmm. They behave differently. They look differently, sure. very importantly. But the important thing is to behave differently. And that's a real problem when you're doing, cells, when you're doing science on these cells 
in vitro to understand what's going on in vivo. Yeah. If they're not behaving the same, is it really, are you really learning anything? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, also, another th- thing is uh, the pharmaceutical companies are developing drugs using these two-dimensional systems. Right. And when they move on to 3D systems, they're realizing this is not working or yeah. this is doing opposite what we want. Right. So there's been a huge rush in the last uh, like 10, 15 years to develop these 3D biomaterials. Mm-hmm. And usually researchers uh, start from pretty much designing biomaterials from pretty much a molecular level. So they'll look at the chemistry, they'll look at everything, and they'll build it up from there. And what happens is these materials are really expensive, like I mentioned earlier. Um, so what White Feather did is just she just used textiles, uh, silk, in fact, and she we she has a a 3D loom that she's designed, and it it grows cells in 3D. Interesting. So it's it's really cool, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like honored to be working with her because it's, it's really cool. Wow. Yeah. Not bad. That's, so it sounds it almost sounds like steampunk 3D printing. Like it's not it's not a machine doing it, but you can actually do it yourself. Like a person can do it Exactly. With a limb. So the the, the like uh, Andrew really likes to say is like it's artisanal body products that we want to yeah. develop with the with the ear so you can carve your own ear or Absolutely. If you don't like the shape of your ear, you can carve it differently yeah. in the future. Huh. So, yeah. Yeah. That's really uh, cool. Bring it back to the ear that that gained a lot of traction, right? Yes. Yeah. So, and like the the project, uh, Andrews presented it at TED recently. He's a TED he's a TED fellow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. Well, we've shocked a lot of people with that ear. Sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, with the startup and everything, there's a lot of uh, this project, which started as a side project, has now taken over my thesis and. Yeah, it's snowballing. It's a little scary, actually. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That's, yeah. that's not bad. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. really cool. Yeah. Now, there, there's something else called Selfie? Yeah. C-E-L-L? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, so, what's that? So, that's a small uh, startup that uh, another, uh, another um, uh, co-founder and I started. Her name is uh, Tina Haas. She's actually in MIT right now doing a postdoc. Right. And, um, yeah, one day we were imaging our own cells and we realized like this, like, uh, this is so cool. We should do this for everyone. Sure. And so the idea behind it is that we, uh, we're developing these kits. We're almost, uh, ready to start selling them. And the idea is like, uh, people will buy these kits and we can send it to them and they'll be able to take us a sample of their cell, preserve it and send it back to us. And back in, uh, back, in the lab, we can actually use a microscope to take these high-resolution images of them using different techniques, either fluorescence or uh, DIC, and do these cool effects with the cell and print them on canvas and send them back. So you can literally have a real <laughs> selfie. Yeah, so that's, that's where, awesome. That's where the name came from. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and from what we're getting, because we we actually won the Awesome Ottawa uh, grant, okay. and oh. we presented it at... Uh, makerspace here in Ottawa. And there was uh, so many teachers that loved this idea. So literally at Makerspace, we had like the light version of this. So we had a light microscope, the one that we could actually take there. Mm. And we had people give us a sample of their cheek cells. So it's really simple. You just chew on your cheek a bit and spit. And the kids loved it. And the teachers loved it. Because like literally uh, the problem with teaching kids biology is they don't understand like 
I'm made of billions of these. Like yeah, right. here we have like literally showing the kids what you're like, this is, this is you, this is literally what you, a unit of you. Sure. Uh, so we really want to start like an out, like a program where we can actually take that light version so we can uh, buy a microscope uh, that a portable microscope and go from cl- to classes to teach kids about cell biology and print off the pictures for them right there. That's of these cool. cells. Yeah. Not bad. Just out of curiosity, if I were to mm-hmm. want to order something tomorrow, what yeah. would like a canvas thing set me back? Uh, so we're in talks with a couple canvas companies right now. Uh, the printing is the most expensive part. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, so that's what we're trying to get like an inside deal. Uh, yeah. We're aiming for around f- um, 400 bucks. Okay. Uh, and that's including shipping for sure. a four mm-hmm. by four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's a little uh, it's a good size for a portrait, uh, yeah. especially as that it's on canvas and it's framed. Yeah. So sure. it's, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. Not bad. Yeah. So framed canvas is it, that's the going price. Yep. Plus the fact that it's your own cell yeah, and a hundred percent unique. That's There's, the part you can't beat. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> they'll never be like. Yeah, we won't do infinity pictures, so I can say for sure (laughs) (laughs) that there will never be another uh, picture like the one you have. So you can present it on the wall. And uh, yeah, so yeah. Not bad. That's interesting. And uh, that just started, or that's. Yeah, so yeah, that's. So we have a launch date of June 20th. Mm Oh, okay. So we're ramping up, and hopefully we can get out, uh, start selling by then. Interesting. Okay, so if people want to check that out out of curiosity. It's selfie.ca. Selfie.ca. Okay. We'll, okay. we'll put a link to that. Yeah, we'll, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, awesome. Thanks. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. And and what about, uh, well, I guess, do we have time or should we do, I don't, I don't know where we started. Should we're, we we're, right we're, now getting, we're getting up. We're getting up on time. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit more. Yeah, sure. Yes? Okay. But uh, anyway, I, I was going to get to where you can find things. for. We'll give you a chance to plug the rest at, at the end. But yeah, let's bring it back to... Uh, so you talked a lot about your studies mm-hmm. and you talked a lot about the things you're working on today, but, uh, let's talk growing up in Ottawa. So Keegan grew up in Ottawa, but Rob and I did not. Yeah. Okay. And obviously the city has changed, but what's interesting to us sometimes is, is seeing how people like experience change themselves. So what have you noticed since your time growing up? Like what part of town did you grow up in? in I actually place? grew up in Gatineau. And Gatineau, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, still NCR. Yeah. So, yeah. so Lansdowne. Government's <laughs> National Capital Region. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, okay, so so growing up in Gatineau and even seeing the change in Gatineau mm. slash Ottawa, what, like, what have you noticed? I think Lansdowne has been, you, you, yeah. I, I go down there often, but it still feels so foreign. I so imagine. developed. Yeah. yeah. It's like, is this Ottawa? Because it seems really good for Ottawa. It seems sure. really good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Almost uh, too good. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, that... That uh, the whole development was is amazing. I really? really think they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, any hot spots there? The, was it the uh, the local? Local, okay, was great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's yeah. not bad. And uh, and we just well recently we went to Cruston Crate. Yeah, that pizza place. Called? Yeah, awesome pizza there oh, yeah. as well. And like, yeah, it, it's just interesting because like we we've, we've sort of done our little tour of a bunch of the restaurants as well, and that's, okay. that's a sweet spot. Yeah, I don't okay. think anyone beats Kettleman's though. 
It's it's hard, which is right there anyway. It is hard. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Very cool. So okay, you noticed some some changes in in Lansdowne. Anything else? Just out of curiosity, like no pressure. Just uh, <laughs> no cre- no pressure. We're recording this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have, you uh, noticed, have you noticed maybe campus changing? Yeah, campus has changed a lot. Okay, Sp- even while I've been there. Uh, like when I started university, they were just building that uh, the, the business school campus, yeah, so like uh, Telfer. Telfer, yeah, Telfer, yeah. exactly. So now they're adding the Arc and the Social Science Building, which is really nice. Yeah. So and now they're going to have that campus, uh, the underground, the light rail system going through. Yeah, campus, that's so. gonna be awesome. Yeah, they're, they're, they're shutting down the transitway station Soon. next week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's happening very soon. Twenty fourth, I think. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And have you seen the plans that like? I, I I don't know if they're actually going to follow through with it, but they came out with this plan of what they want to do with the University of Ottawa. Okay. And part of it, if I remember correctly, is actually tearing down Brooks, the, the residence. Uh, okay. Because, yeah. It, 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 which, <laughs> That's fine. It was an interesting choice at the time because, you know, in theory, with limited residents, you want to build up and mm-hmm. you want to maximize sort mm-hmm. of your your use of the land yeah especially but, uh, campus yeah and that's the thing but but university of ottawa seems like they are really in the business of expanding right now yeah, which is, yeah. Uh, sure which well, they've built another dorm right beside the sports complex okay that, that. yeah okay yeah. and Very they cool. converted that uh the marriott uh hotel yeah dorm. i saw that yeah and, and don cool. cherry's yeah yeah so, is there still a restaurant down there? No, as well, no. It's, all the, it's a bu- residence building now. They're, oh, really? Yeah, Interesting. It's pretty crazy. I, I yeah. really taking a look. Not bad. Okay, good. Three chains of Don Cherry. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all right. Cool. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I covered some of the stuff around uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, but sure. uh, with that, uh, so go through. So sorry, it's, it was selfie c e l l f i e dot c a dot c a. Yeah, and sense. then spiderwart dot bio. Spider W O R T. Yep. So S P I D E R W O R T dot B I O. Okay. Cool. And then uh, there's a third thing. What, what am I missing? Uh, PellingLab.net. PellingLab.net. So, yeah. That's to check out the research. That he's yep. Doing. The research. And uh, if you're interested, uh, we love to give people tours of the lab. Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and if you if there's an undergrad science student or anthropology or even artist student <laughs> that wants to apply yeah the uh andrew's email is right there and you just send him an email not bad yeah where about is the lab it's actually uh do you know the ugliest building on campus <laughs> i would think of mcdonald to be yes honest. exactly oh, <laughs> so we're we're in the basement of mcdonald's Wonderful. Oh, yeah the best part of McDonald's. yeah Fantastic. yeah awesome. so they tuck us away so uh, okay yeah okay not bad yeah uh Keegan, where can everybody find us? Yeah, you can find us on the internet if you search Ottawa. <laughs> Rob, where can everybody find us? <laughs> uh, we're, on, we're on the internet, as Keegan mentioned, at ottawapodcast.com. We're on uh, Twitter, Ottawa Podcast. We have Instagram, which Keegan still refuses to get. I downloaded it's Instagram. As, it's right. as bad. As, well, get Snapchat. Keegan wow. needs to get Instagram. All right. But uh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, and we're, you can find the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Okay. Uh... I'm not. No, I'm not going to go back to Keegan. <laughs> and we're going to finish off the the episode with you saying auto what? Auto what?